delighted to have with me today my new friend. Her name is Laura Kriegel. She is the co-founder and executive director of Camp Stomping Ground. Welcome to being with Looped In with Net. Hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited for this conversation. Yeah, me too. You know, it's really interesting because we've met along the way. We haven't had a lot of interactions, but I know... I met you through my father-in-law, who was involved um, in helping support Camp Camp Stomping Ground get in and off its feet. And so everything that I've heard about you and, you know, the few interactions that we've had, I've been super impressed by you as a person and your motivation and passion to get Camp Stomping Ground off and and running and and bringing awareness to them. Thank you. I I um I feel the same. I I think I landed in this community in like the um, Saratoga space, but Middle Grove more specifically. Um, and grew up in Rochester, and so ha- I'm a transplant to this space. But um, John Munter and just the entire Munter family and all the folks in the community have been so welcoming. So I feel really lucky to have landed here. Yes. And I love that you are not too far away from where I live and really excited to check out all the new space that you've created uh, along with your team of people, uh, you know, throughout the last few years. So with that, because when you hear of camp stomping ground, some people might be like, you know, what kind of camp is this? So, you know, tell us what you do and and the mission. Yeah. So we, I started camp in 2015. Um, and the idea, uh, originally was, um, how do we, uh, give kids a space where they can, uh, we, we can show them that they belong and that their voice matters in a big way. So I think, um, I grew up going to a summer camp. I traveled around after college and visited, honestly, 250 different summer camps, kind of on this journey to find a summer camp that I wanted to work at. Um, And I spent about two years on the road looking at different summer camp programs, youth development spaces, um, and along the way collected best practices for um, what it is that makes summer camp unique and special. And at some point, somebody was like, listen, are you going to start your own summer camp or what? Like, what are you collecting all this information for? Um, and and it kind of dawned on, on us, well, maybe we could do that. What would it look like to actually do that? So we rented a site um, outside of Binghamton for five years. Um, where we kind of got the ball rolling, found a group of people who um, connected with our mission. Our, our mission at Stomping Ground is to inspire the next generation of radically empathetic decision makers. Um, so we give kids a lot of choice, a lot of ability to make decisions, um, and then when we we butt heads with each other or when we um, find conflict or discord with each other, we use restorative practices to um, build community um, and and restore the community and kind of make a stronger community together. And that's the whole point about camp. Wow. It almost sounds like adults could benefit from that camp as well. <laughs> I think I think a lot of times we get the feedback that like kids come home from camp and and teach their parents and their siblings and their caregivers in whatever way like some of the things that they learn at camp and it has that ripple effect. You're, you're right. <laughs> I bet. So um, you know why is making connections so important to what you do? Yeah, connections is everything. Like everything that we do is built on relationships. I think the the idea of um, everything from the relationships that we build with our camper families to the relationships that we have with our staff, everything is based on trust and trust 
is like the foundation of a solid relationship. I think also the people who have believed in us and believed in the mission of Stomping Ground from the very beginning, um, their connection, their relationship to us is and their belief in in what we're doing is the only reason Stomping Ground has had any success. So it's a it relationships. Um, the way you're talking about it, it's the the namesake of knit. It's like uh, when you pull together a community, when you pull together a group of like-minded people, everybody's different connections and everybody's different um, relationships with each other um, benefit each other in a way that kind of creates a stronger community. Um, and that's what that's what Stomping Ground ha- has been for the last several years. And, and as we sink more into this community um, in the Saratoga area, um, finding new relationships is critical. Yes, I, I couldn't agree with you more. So when you talk about the campers that are able to experience your camp, um, where are they coming from? You know, wh- like where do you find them? And, you know, be- I'm assuming that a lot of them come from multiple different communities. So how how does Camp Stomping Ground make connections within multiple communities? Yeah, such a fun question. So we serve um, kids from all over the world, actually, but the majority of our kids come from New York State, um, somewhere within the New York State area. Um, But we do have a smattering of kids who've moved out of state and now are across the country, but still come back each summer or have even moved out of out of the country um, and then come back each summer as well. But um, the we have a lot of, we serve some portion of kids from New York City. Um, we serve a bunch of kids from uh, Rochester, which is where I'm originally from. And then increasingly, we serve more and more kids from the local community just around, like in the capital region. Um, and the way that we form, originally form those connections is that, that initial connection to a different community or to a specific family Um is that space where we can build trust with them. So we have an individual phone call with every family caregiver or partnership before they come to camp in the, in the Mm -hmm. summer, just getting to know the kid um, and, and their family and kind of what their expectations are for the program and what they can expect from us. So I think that way, when they step onto camp in the summer, they've already got their camp shirt. They've already got a connection to someone on staff. Um, They've watched a few videos about us. So they have a little bit more of a, um, a starting point to mm. to step further into the relationship because camp moves fast. Um, we've yes. only got two weeks together, and so um, you, we we do a lot of work ahead of time to start building that relationship early on. Oh, I love that! I love that. What would you say would be the biggest challenge when it comes to making and finding new connections? Time. I think that it's like so difficult to, as an executive director or as somebody working full time for camp, um, find enough time to like really build the relationships in the way that we need to with like all of that intention and all of the insight and thinking ahead and then like following up with people and also do all of the like operational program stuff. <laughs> it's impossible. I think when people ask me, um, and I, and I know it's a well-meaning question, but when p- folks ask like, well, what do you, you're a summer camp director. Like, what do you do the rest of the year? It kind of blows my mind. Cause it's like, there's like, we have seven people on our year round team right now. Two of them are part-time. Um, but we work tirelessly to make, all of the the marketing decisions, all of the um, 
fundraising decisions, all of the like relationship building decisions with our families, all of the staffing decisions, like it takes all year long. Um, and it is, uh, it, it takes so, so much time. Um, so time is the thing that, that is in short supply most of the time. Yeah. And without, um, having to hire other people, what else do you feel could help with, um, dealing with some of those challenges? It, personally speaking, like I know, um, with starting a new business, there's many different mm-hmm. hats, right? And you always get like, how can I help? How can I help? You know, right. besides, you know, having to hire somebody and paying them, you know, what is something else that you feel would be helpful in dealing with some of those challenges? Yeah, it's, I think it is, um, like, um, we're about to run a, 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 ribbon cutting ceremony for a big campaign that we, um, completed renovating a farmhouse on camp property. And, um, we're looking for people to, um, sponsor the event or give a raffle basket or whatever. And I've, I logged on to knit just before this and noticed a few people who we'd knitted with. And so it just makes it easier to say, Oh, that person, I can already see their, like the things that they're typically interested in or the things that motivate them within, the community, the things that they want to be connected to. And so it gives me an automatic inroad to email and say, Hey, I, you know, I found you on knit and I noticed this on your profile. We're running this event. Do you have any interest in helping us? So it's like, it's, um, I think that the scariest part about making new connections can be that like, well, am I going to get shut down? Am I going to get turned away? But you know, and it's ter- and it's terrifying because it's like, it I only have so much time to be able to invest in it. And if I'm, you know, if I'm going to make a, a, if I'm going to try something, it mm-hmm. um, it's it can be really demoralizing to get turned away over and over again. But it, it makes it a little easier because I can I can kind of see oh they've already initiated something with me. They've um, kind of told me they gave me the background information on oh they're already interested in supporting like youth programming. So mm-hmm. now I've got my in. Um, it it just makes yeah. it less scary. Yeah. So and it yeah. takes, it, it decreases the amount of time or research that I have to do to figure out if it might be a good connection. Yeah, absolutely. It's always helps those warm lead connections, right? In life, it's just like, oh my gosh, I have somebody I need to introduce you to. And that person might be more apt to meet with you because they were told by somebody that they care about and they know and saying, okay, if they're saying that I should meet this person, then I'll, I'll give them a few minutes of my time versus that cold call. Exactly. Yeah. It's. It, I mean, I think for for me as a, a funder to have somebody else introduce me to them um, is is so much easier of an ask, right? So what Knit does because Knit has a connection with so many businesses and so many people in the community, I felt comfortable saying, hey, I found you on Knit. Now they know what Knit is. That was my warm lead. Um, so that I think, um, yeah, like like you're saying, it's a time saver. Well, thank you for saying that. You know, so speaking of that, you know, in what ways can people help you and connect mm-hmm. with you? How can they connect with you? Yeah, so like- we've got a, a few ways um, that I can think of. One, we're always looking for kids that might benefit from our programming. Um, send us send us kids. We've we've got. Um, we save spots for local families. We save spots for kids um, on scholarship. Um, and so we're always looking for kids that might want to join our community, join our programming, um, whether that be like a connection to a local agency or a local um, 
like support system for kids or a connection to an individual family. Um, we're always looking for new folks to join us. So if you've got a kid who you think um, might benefit from camp, send them our way. The other way you can help us is um, coming on site and just helping us take care of this beautiful space. We have several volunteer days and opportunities throughout the year. Um, like come see the space and, and learn about what we're doing and learn about the people that are making it happen. Um, and then once we start to, again, make more connections with the community, I think people in the back of their mind when they meet somebody else then are like, oh, let me connect you with so-and-so at Camp Stomping Ground. Um, so yeah, I think in building our network and in building our relationships out, just coming to camp, let me give you a tour. That would be super useful. I love that. And you know, there's nothing like impact them when you actually get a chance to go and see, you know, yes. what you are about. It's one thing to go on your website and read about your mission and what you do. But when you actually get to step foot on the grounds, you totally. feel it. And you're more compelled to to not only like whip out a checkbook, but to also be like, I would love to volunteer. Yeah. Or if you own a business or you're an employee of in a business, be like, we need to go back and volunteer yeah. and, and help Absolutely. out in some way. The other way I can think of, Lisa, if I can add one more, I think that um, we a lot of our programming is about loose parts play. Um, and so we take a lot of in-kind donations from folks, um, either business folks or just regular community members. Um, so uh, uh, one of the areas of loose parts that we have at camp is our maker space. And so people who have lots of extra arts and craft supplies or <clears throat> there's a local um, carpet store that just donated lots of different kinds of carpet squares that I'm sure the kids will turn into a million mm -hmm. different art projects and things like that. So I think, um, yeah, like, like in, it's a, it's a way of recycling also, but, um, <laughs> but kids, kids crave, um, different, the more stuff we put in their environment, the more creative they can be. Yes. And so that's the loose parts play bit. We have lots of different areas. Arts and crafts is just one of them um, where there's lots of loose parts. Um, so, so giving camp stuff that you might not be useful to you anymore, we can definitely use. That's wonderful. So people can connect with you either through your website and which mm -hmm. we will obviously include. Um, and then are you on social media? Yep, we're on Facebook and Instagram and, and LinkedIn, um, all those spaces. Great. So what is something that you would want a new donor to know about Camp Stomping Ground that maybe they wouldn't know by looking at your website? Yeah, I love that question too. Um, I think one of the things that we're starting to get more involved in and, and this will likely show up on the website over the next year or so is we're starting to um, work with uh, local school districts and um, com like communities during the rest of the year to um, help folks implement um, restorative practices into their spaces. So um, one of the things that I do during the rest of the year is I uh, run a six-week training course for camp directors. And I've had the opportunity to teach uh, uh, over 100 different camps at this point how to implement restorative practices and that conflict resolution system into their um, into their programs, which has been very fun. It's like the thing that we've that we've really honed in on at Stomping Ground and people are interested in it and want to learn how to do it in their space. So I feel privileged to be able to share that with folks. And now we're starting to figure out how to share that with um, like the school communities and um, like other other spaces that are looking for community circles. So that's a, that's a thing that's on the horizon. 
Oh my gosh. Being a former teacher, I love the fact that you're able to tap into the educational school system and and being able to have them be some kind of a collaboration partner with you. That I mean, it just makes so much sense. That's super exciting. Congratulations for that. It's so Thanks. cool how it just continues to build and build, right? It's I mean, it, it, yeah. it's a long journey and it's a lot of work, but then it's just like when you're able to find those pockets or those sandboxes of people who want to, mm-hmm. you know, see what you're doing and be a part of it. It's really rewarding for sure. Yeah, it is. Once you're, when you're open to the connections, the connections often come your way. Yes, definitely. So, you know, obviously people, when they give to an organization, it's about the mission. And sometimes I feel that there's a disconnect between the mission and the people who are behind Mm -hmm. the mission. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that personal connection, sometimes people give because of the people who are part of that mission, because they're so inspired by them. So if um, in closing, I always like to ask, like, you know, what is one thing that people would generally be surprised to find out about you? What would, what is a fun fact about Laura Kriegel? Yeah, that's a that's a great question, and that per, the ability to connect with the person behind it um, makes a lot of sense. It's a, a nice way to phrase that. Um, I I think something that maybe is surprising about me now um, is that before getting into the youth development world and that space. Um, I have a, a background in arts, so I went to school for painting and drawing for undergrad. And at the time, I even remember thinking, boy, I'm not sure this is a really practical decision. And I think my parents <laughs> were also like, what are you really going to do with this? You know, um, yeah. <laughs> so I, I felt I felt quite a bit like um, I think that was one of the reasons why after graduating college, I was like, oh, boy, I'm a little lost right now. Like, what am I going to do? But um, now I look back on it and I think I'm really grateful for um, that piece of my education. I'm really grateful for the ability to um, kind of think about problems in a visual way and think about them in a uniquely different way. So, so much of what we do is spreading ideas. So much of what we do is connecting with other people. So much of what we do is um, like like uh, building on... Um, like an idea, how do we, how do we give it legs and make it move? And I think that that is the, uh, the, the fact that I have an arts background, not necessarily, I mean, it helps to be able to like, you know, edit things on the computer and do things visually. But more than that, it's like the ability to think just a little bit differently about a problem, um, to come at it from a slightly different angle, um, and see a solution that other people might not be able to see. So I, I'm grateful for my, um, my BFA now that I'm (laughs) That's wonderful. Well, thank you again for taking the time to meet with me. Uh, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. I'm looking forward to being part of the ribbon cutting in a couple weeks. And, you know, thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you.